don't be afraid. Lock the doors. Turn out the lights. And climb into bed. It's time for Hillbilly Dead Time Stories. Have you ever woken up to the smell of breakfast cooking when no one is in the kitchen? Have you smelled a perfume which seemingly appeared from nowhere? Maybe the same perfume that a loved one who has passed on used to wear. It's not uncommon in stories of hauntings to have smells involved as some of the evidence of the presence of a spirit. Throughout the ages, unexplained smells from reported experiences have included bread baking, tobacco, former fire damage, perfume, deodorant, hairspray, and the occasional smell of sewer gas or rotted meat. Can a building literally absorb these past odors and replay them in short bursts at times? Does this make any sense? Maybe not, but neither do these encounters with phantom smells. In tonight's episode, you will learn about a house in New Mexico that had a very smelly haunting. Santa Fe, New Mexico has its share of mansions. Some, such as the one we will discuss today, are haunted. The original house goes back to the early 1900s. Over the years, it has been converted to everything from apartments to offices and eventually an inn. No one knows how it became haunted, but the stories of the haunting seem to start in the 1970s. During this time, a couple and their small child resided in one of the apartments in the home. The ghostly activity forced them to move out, but that was no easy task for the family, mainly because the family would completely pack all of the belongings into boxes one room at a time, only to return to the room and find that somehow the boxes had become unpacked. Eventually, they were able to move from the haunted location. Unfortunate for the next tenant, Andy, the spirit stayed behind to wreak havoc. Andy moved into the apartment in 1980 and had an experience the very first evening. The apartments below him and above him were both vacant. Naturally, when he heard a ruckus in the apartment beneath him, he called the police to report a burglary. Before the police could arrive, Andy started to hear a similar disturbance in the apartment above him. The racket became deafening, forcing the young man to make another call to the police, but he was not able to hear the dispatcher over the noise. Seconds later, a dreadful, sickening smell took over the room. The police car arrived at approximately the same time as the smell. Andy, in a panic, started to make his way down the stairs to greet police officers. As he stepped out of his apartment, he heard the door to the suite below his open and quickly close. Scared, but determined to get down the stairs, he controlled himself by noting that he did not see anyone else in the stairway. Even though his eyes saw no one, he could hear footsteps closing in on him. He then felt a draft as if someone passed him on the stairway. 
Accompanying this draft was that horrible smell yet again. A smell that Andy would later describe as similar to rotting meat. The police searched the entire building and found no one. This did not console Andy in any way. Andy decided to spend what should have been his first night in his apartment at his parents' house. Andy felt safe enough to return to his apartment the following day. He was in shock at what he walked into. Andy had several potted plants in his apartment. Every leaf on every plant had wilted overnight. It was later determined that they had all been frozen. The second night was no better for Andy. The noises were even louder, forcing him to the safety of his parents' home. From there, he again called the police. On this occasion, the police reported blinking lights on both the second and the third floor. Even stranger, the lights seemed to move in a pattern, room to room, floor to floor. Andy tried to spend the night on each night of the first week of his lease. Every night saw him retreat to his parents' house. The stress was taking its toll on Andy. He didn't want the spirit to win, but clearly it was. Andy felt that it was possible that the spirit was taking advantage of him because he was alone. So he recruited two friends to become his roommates. This did very little to change the results for the better. Now there were three people hearing and smelling the gruesome paranormal activity. The electric lights seemed to act all on their own. Toilets would flush with no one near them. Andy and his friends watched doorknobs turn and doors open, only to see the doorway empty. The sickening odors became stronger and more pervasive. Andy's roommates decided that enough was enough and they moved out after only a few days. Not wanting to stay alone, Andy invited another friend, Ken, to move in. Ken brought along his pet cat. Unfortunately, the cat had a harder time dealing with the entity than any of the humans did. It would stand in what appeared to be an empty room, staring intently before arching its back and puffing out its fur and hissing at what only it could see. If Andy or Ken put on an album on the record player, an unseen hand would lift up the needle and turn the machine off. On one evening, with no windows open, phantom gusts of wind ripped through the apartment causing papers and small objects to fly all about. Next came the disembodied and distant voices, followed by the sounds of laughter and crying. Finally, an apparition of a woman. A medium asked Andy if she could walk through the apartment. She then confirmed what Andy and the last tenant already knew. The place was badly haunted. In her opinion, there were three ghosts, two female and one male. The older of the two women felt trapped in the house and was angry for not being able to break free. The other two entities were just stranded, reliving their before-death lives. This report deeply distressed Andy. He sought out a priest who felt that he could fix the problem. As Andy and a friend watched, 
The priest and two other members of the clergy walked slowly through the entire building, chanting blessings and sprinkling holy water all along the way. That night was the first peaceful one that Andy spent in his Santa Fe residence. Even with the new calm, Andy was ready to move on and he found a new apartment and began to pack his belongings. And just like with the tenants before him, Andy's packed boxes soon became unpacked by unseen hands. Oddly enough, the entities may have moved out when Andy did. Shortly after he moved, a couple purchased the home and turned it into a successful bed and breakfast with no reports of ghosts or foul smells. So oh. 